Well, hey, and welcome to a special edition of Coffee with Alan. Uh, as you can see, we're doing it a little bit before Wednesday uh, this week, and so this is a special edition. Um, and so I, I will continue to do the one on Wednesday, but I just wanted to do this one a little bit earlier. And uh, as we set our minds toward the election, I had a couple thoughts that I just wanted to to speak before we uh, before the election is official and, and everything goes down. Um, and I, I just wanted to encourage uh, encourage you. Uh, I, I read a, a great letter uh, this morning from my brother Cody, uh, my brother in Jesus Cody over at the table, and just I was really encouraged by his words. And I, I wanted to, to give my because there are a lot of those words are just my my thoughts as well. And uh, as you as if you uh, saw my sermon or heard my sermon uh, yesterday on on uh, on Sunday, um, you'll you'll remember that talking about the the whole simplicity of the gospel. The simplicity of who we are as the church, as Christians, as saints, as God's people, uh, those who believe and are a part of God's kingdom, that it's all about the kingdom of God. Uh, now, what, what do I mean by the kingdom of God? Um, the kingdom of God is God's people, plain and simple. The kingdom of God is just simply those who have placed their allegiance, placed their faith in God and are faithful to God, uh, faithful to the gospel and believe uh, in in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and are devoted to to living, uh, and being, and and living life by the by by Christ's Spirit, uh, as as it says in Galatians five, you know, walking by the Spirit, walking by the inspiration and the indwelling of God's very presence, as He indwells His people, as He moves and as He leads His people, and so as we are in in the midst of of a country. Uh, here in our in our country here in America, we are reminded about the dichotomy of the world in which we live in as Christians. Um, that we we are first and foremost children of the King of Kings. That our King, if if you remember from my sermon yesterday, that we are we belong to a higher kingdom, with a King above all kings, above all presidents, above all prime ministers and kings and queens and royalty on this earth. We serve the, the creator God who is above all and in all. And that is the greater kingdom that we are a part of. If you are a Christian, if you are a saint and you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ and been baptized in, his, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are a part of the kingdom of God. That is who you are and that is where you are. You are a part of the kingdom and that kingdom is now on this earth today. His kingdom is come. His kingdom has come and his kingdom is coming. And so we, we look forward to that one day, but we are also living in the midst of it and the very reality that we are living uh, as a part of God's kingdom today. And so how does that, what does that have to do with elections? What does, have to, what does that have to do with the politics here in America? Uh, well, I think we, we, you know, we are American citizens. I like to uh, say that I am a resident alien of the United States of America that uh, I'm a stranger, I'm an alien to this to these parts, but I'm a resident. I'm a, I'm a card-holding you know, Montanan that lives here in Belgrade. And, uh, and so as I, as I am a citizen of this country, a resident alien, right? Um, I first understand and remember my first allegiance. Where is your first allegiance and citizenship? As the Bible says, we are king, we're, we're citizens of the kingdom of God. Yeah, is and that kingdom of God is not of this world. 
uh, as Jesus even told Pilate, you know, before he before he was uh, you know given over to be crucified, he said he told Pilate, you know, my kingdom is not of this world. If if my kingdom were of this world, you know, my followers would be re, you know being you know raising themselves up and and putting themselves into a tizzy in order to to fight so that I wouldn't be delivered over to you. But my kingdom is not of this world, and because my kingdom is not of this world. Even the way that it operates is different than this world. It is countercultural. It is counter to and different than the world in which we live in, in all facets. No matter what country we live in, if it's America, if it's Canada, if it's if it's Istanbul, if it's uh, you know, if it's New Mexico, or if it's Germany, or if it's Russia, wherever you're listening from, Ireland. I think I've seen that too around there. But it, no matter where you're listening from or, or watching from, no matter what nation you're a part of, God's kingdom realm, God's kingdom rule, and and way of of living is countercultural to everything in this world, every rulership, every authority. Uh, but what is it? Well, the Bible says to to be in submission to these authorities. Um, but so it's it's all about understanding our kingdom mindset. First, wrapping our minds around who we are and where we are. And now we are part of we are part of this voting. We are we are resident aliens. We are given the 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 opportunity to vote to to interact with the election that is going to happen here in the United States uh, between you know Joe Jorgensen and Joe Biden and and Donald Trump. And so where do we lie in that in that realm? Now, first, we have to remember uh, a few things. And I, I want to just use if I could use Cody's uh, paper <laughs> to to his to his uh, his body that, he, that he's shepherding. Um, Matt, I just want to encourage you to give yourself some grace. You know, this has been a really rough year, you guys. This has been a hard, hard haul uh, since the beginning of, of 2020. Uh, the as, as historians have called it, one of the worst years in human history uh, in so many different facets, not just because of a pandemic um, or whatever you believe about it, um, but also, you know, economically. But also it reminds me of, of even watching football games on, on Saturday and Sunday. And I can't even count the amount of, of just articles that I read on ESPN just flipping through and how many fights broke out, how many brawls broke out in one weekend. You know, Saturday, there was, I can't remember how many were there were. Pro football, there were several that broke out. There's so much anger and 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 upset, you know, people being divided and and malicious towards each other in all sorts of fashions, not just in, in sports. You go into lo- your local stores and you go into your local society, you go into your cities, no matter what, what state you live in. If you live here in Montana, you know, in, in Belgrade, Bozeman, man, you just go into Bozeman and just go out into public and you just, you feel it. You feel this division. You feel this insecurity, this distrust of each other. There's this, this, this sense of, of just animosity toward one another. And that can really start to embed itself in your, in your own heart, in your own mind. This, this sense of, of, of distrust of yourself, like not knowing you, who, not knowing who you are anymore, not knowing what you believe anymore, questioning God, questioning your faith, questioning the church in the sense of questioning of like, is this church, is church even relevant anymore? Should I even go to church anymore? Like, why do we, why do we even go, you know, show up anymore? And, and then we start to get into the cycle of just, of depression, honestly, anxiety and fear. As I talked about yesterday, the great, the great enemies of God that God has defeated, has conquered. And we live and we walk as believers in that victory. And part of that is coming together as the body of Christ to celebrate with each other, to embrace one another, to 
encourage one another, to build up the body, as it says in Ephesians 4, all over Scripture, to be unified and build one another, build one another up in love. Living stones being brought together into a holy temple, being built up into a holy temple, the cornerstone being Christ, in order to build itself up, build itself up in love. And so you're a part of that. And God's heart for you is to give yourself some grace. He's given you such grace. And, and he sees you with joy. He sees you in love. It's been a hard year, and, and many of us are trying to learn how to how to embrace it. Uh, one big difference is this, you know. It, it's you know, the, I was I was listening to a podcast, the just this uh, or this this webinar that I was a part of last week. Uh, how the how the even the role of pastor has changed from you know where 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 we reside. We used to reside in a study. We had a, our study with our with our books, our library, and then we turned into an office to do the work, and now it's turned into a studio. Uh, so that we can minister to to those who are, are are joining us online, like this, just like this, with a podcast or, or, or on Facebook or Vimeo or our website or, where, or wherever you're watching or listening to this from, being a, a voice uh, that's out there for all for to for encouragement, uh, to engage where where we can and to to spread the, the hope and the joy of Christ and who you are in Christ and the hope and joy that Jesus has for you, um, and so. You know, giving giving yourself some grace and remembering you know, having that kingdom mindset, and then extending that grace to others. You know, being others minded, being sensitive to others, and and giving grace to others um, in our in our world. Every no one's going to vote the same uh, during this election. You know, you might be a Democrat or a Republican or Libertarian or Constitutionalist or Green Party or whatever party. Um, but it's, it seems like there's not a party anymore. It's not fun anymore in our in our world, right? And so we want to. I want to encourage you to to give grace to others, to be others minded as well, to be sensitive that just like you're hurting, just like you're confused and trying to figure all this out, so are others. Other people are trying to figure this this thing out too. So so give grace, give encouragement when you can. Um, people vote differently than you. Love them. Doesn't matter. I mean, we are, we are not held to one political party or an, or another because sooner or later. I mean, that's one of the things that I loved about about Cody's Cody's letter. I just want to write, re, you know, re, read a, a line from that. Um, that just really encouraged me um, that uh, that no earthly political party fully embodies the values of the kingdom as seen in Scripture. Uh, so as as we uh, as we deepen our 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 love for for the kingdom of God. You know, to prioritize people, prioritize the, prioritize the kingdom of God and his way and prioritize people over politics and give grace to others as we as we as we roll through the punches and as we go through this. And so as as things go to the polls um, on Tuesday and as people start to, to you know, the, 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 the tallies start to roll in and people start celebrating or mourning or getting frustrated and angry, man, I tell you what, live for Wednesday. Because on Wednesday, you know who's still king? You know who's still ruling and reigning on his throne? God. Jesus. He is our true, our true king. And we are a part of the true kingdom. And the, and the kingdom that is, that is geared toward and rallied around and founded upon Jesus' great command. And that is love one another. As it says in John 13. Love one another. Live for Wednesday, not for tomorrow, not for Tuesday. Live for Wednesday. When the kingdom of God can be on full display just as it is today, just as it was yesterday. Because we serve a God 
who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and forevermore. And we know and, are, and, and have firm belief in this, that the kingdom of God will stand and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And so no matter who wins on Tuesday here in America, in the United States, love Jesus, serve him, honor him, no matter what happens in Washington, no matter what happens in your state capital, no matter what happens in your city, love, love. Because love, the perfect love, casts out all fear, all division, all disunity, all malice, all strife. To bring together a people, that we're not a people, to bring them together through the love of God, through the love of Christ. And so I just want to encourage you with those words uh, and just... To encourage you with, with the final words of, come, Lord Jesus, come. And I think that we can all pray that we can all get on get on our knees and just and continually wait for that day. And, and guys, I want to encourage you, if you're not praying, if you're not a, a praying person, become a praying person. Our prayers are going to be now, needed now more than ever in our, in our churches, in our families. Let's bring ourselves back to the table. Bring ourselves back to the table to tell the stories of our days, to tell the stories of what God is doing. Come back to the table. Share a meal together. Share life with each other. We love you guys. And I hope that this is an encouraging encouraging time as, as we get into this, this season of change, of, of, of shifting in our culture. And uh, as, as we here at Shift Church, um, we're, we're shifting ordinary relationships, ordinary everyday relationships into authentic community so that we can live God's adventure together, fully alive, to live and be God's kingdom here. And so no matter where you are, if you're here at Shift Church, if you're at another church here in in Montana or wherever you're at, we love you. And we pray that you also would join us to shift your thinking, to shift into relationships and shift these relationships into community so that we can live God's adventure together, fully alive, because that is the life that God desires for us. Abundant, full, joyful, flourishing. So love you guys. I'll see you next time.